0: Welcome to The Rural Rockstar, a podcast dedicated to empowering rural women with the tools and inspiration to transform their lives and businesses from the inside out. I share my journey of Survive to Thrive in life and business, and I show what it takes to be an entrepreneur. I also interview other rockstar women from around the world to inspire you to do it too. My mission is to empower the next generation of rural changemakers to show up and be the leaders we need. I'm Katrina, your rockstar host let's rock. Hello and welcome back to the Rural Rockstar. I'm your host, Katrina Myers. And today it's just me with my thoughts for you on why self-care isn't selfish and why it's actually essential for survival. So, Last week, I did a talk for a workshop, really, for a group of nurses in Kahuna, and it was a really lovely session, and I shared with them some activities and some thoughts, and it really got me thinking more about self-care and just how little we prioritize ourselves in the world that we live in. Now, there's many reasons for this. A lot of it's to do with that we, the society that we live in and how we grew up and you know, it's it's actually frowned upon to take care of yourself and it's looked on as selfish and we sort of judge people's worth, we judge our own self-worth on how busy we are and, you know, it sort of comes back to this search for trying to feel worthy and trying to feel like we're enough and so we busy ourselves with doing all sorts of things for other people but we've sort of forgotten to actually look after ourselves and we don't even know how to take care of ourselves anymore and we don't prioritise it. And especially as women especially as this group of nurses that I was speaking to or if you're teachers or nurses or just mothers or anyone who's a woman basically, and men do it as well, but it's very common for women to just put everybody else ahead of themselves. And it's, you know, we sort of reward that actually in society now. The women who give the most and who are the most, you know, doing the most volunteering, running around after the kids the most, we sort of celebrate them. And we praise them and we sort of, you know, give them lots of credit for doing all of that. But we never stop to ask at what cost and at what cost is that to that woman? You know, what is that costing her in terms of her own needs and I guess her own self-worth and is she exhausted and actually not able to prioritize anything she needs for herself? So I wanted to chat about that today because I think it's so important that, it's, it's, it's fundamental and it's crucial for us as women that we do take care of ourselves and there's so much research around this now and we know that this putting everyone else's needs ahead of ourselves and never prioritising our own health and our own needs is, is causing us stress, it's causing us, I guess, not pain but, you know, it's causing us to feel very rushed and overworked and anxious and feeling like we're not valued, I guess, in a lot of ways and we're not valuing ourselves. So one of the activities that I did with these nurses was a balloon activity. So we blow up a balloon and then we you stand and you you bounce it up and down by yourself first. And you know, like tapping it up and down and keeping it off the ground by yourself. It's not too bad, right? You've just got one balloon, you're tapping it up and down, and that's okay. We can kind of manage that. And then you get them to join into um pairs, and they've got to keep each other's balloons up. And that gets a little bit harder. And then you go into groups of threes and trying to keep all those balloons in the air and, oh, that's getting a bit harder again. And then you join into the whole big group and you sort of try to keep all the balloons in the air. And the analogy is that this is like life. If we're just looking after ourselves, great, you know, well, it's easier. Still not. It still would be pretty tricky even just by yourself. But we can manage to keep the balls in the air. Once we get to the point where we're managing our families, we're managing our workplaces, we're managing our friends, we're managing our extended families and all of that, the balls in the air is a lot more and it's a lot harder to manage. And this is what we're all dealing with every day. We've got so many balls in the air and we're trying to keep the balls all in the air and sometimes it can feel like we're treading water. Now sometimes it can look like we've got it all together. We can be like the ducks swimming swimming you know, above the surface and the head's up there looking like we've got it all together but underneath we're just paddling away fast as anything trying to keep it all together. And sometimes it we can look like we're falling apart as well. There's all different various um, ways that people show up in this. But a lot of it comes back to how much we are prioritising our own needs and taking care of ourselves. Now self-care doesn't have to be week-long retreats. Um, they're great. They're part of self-care, sure, but they're not necessarily what you need to, you know, to take care of yourself. And often they can be a bit of an escapism anyway. You can toddle off on a self-care retreat and spend, you know, three days on a retreat and then come back to normal life and things just go back to normal. Self-care is, it can be as simple as having a cup of tea by yourself and not answering to anyone else's needs while you're having that cup of tea. Just sitting there and having a cup of tea in peace and just doing that for yourself. Self-care is actually looking after your own needs, like looking after, you know, your needs in terms of nutrition, your needs in terms of sleep, your needs in terms of connection, these things that are charging our battery. You've heard me talk about the battery before. Self-care is keeping your battery charged, which is like 101 for survival and and for showing up, you know. So getting enough sleep, moving your body, having rest, having connection, and eating good, healthy, nutritious food, that is self-care. And yet so many of us aren't even prioritizing those basics in terms of what we need, so it was really interesting to do this exercise with the group of nurses and to see, you know, how yeah, this is the these are the balls that we're all juggling and yet we're not you know, we're struggling to juggle all these balls because we're not taking care of ourselves as the first. So, you know, there's there's the analogies of you can't pour from an empty cup and I love that one, you know, because if your cup's empty then it's very hard to give to other people and to shop for what other people actually need. Um The other one, the other analogy is it's very important to fit your own oxygen mask first. You know, when you're on the aeroplane, they say, fit your own oxygen mask first before you fit those around you. And this, this is exactly the same for self care. You know, how can we be the best mothers, the best wives, the best partners, the best colleagues at work if we're not looking after ourselves and taking care of ourselves? Now, we all know that if we're tired, everything is heaps harder. If we're not eating well, everything's harder because we're like on sugar rushes or we're up and down and we're, our moods are elevated in relation to what we're eating. If we're not getting enough rest, you know, like if we're not sitting down and resting then and, and actually just doing something for ourselves, then we can get more irritable. Um, you know, if we're not moving, if we're not exercising and movement is so good for getting the endorphins going and for our minds, and if we're lethargic all the time then you know we can't show up as as best as we'd like to be able to so these basic fundamental self-care activities are really crucial for enabling us to show up for the people around us as well and this often gets forgotten you know and everything is so much harder if we're not prioritizing ourselves yet society tells us that it's selfish and so i really want to get that, debunk that myth and just blow that right out of the water because it's just, it's so far really from what we need to be talking about and hearing about and understanding these days. And really, the more we prioritize ourselves, the more we look after ourselves and our minds and our bodies, the better we are for everybody around us. And so that is certainly part of the message that I'm trying to spread with this podcast and with the work that I do is that. We must prioritize ourselves. It is essential and we've got to stop seeing it as selfish. And, you know, we need to actually be supporting and promoting and getting ourselves out there and saying, you know, I'm actually putting my own needs first. Uh, you, you know that I love Brene Brown. I often talk about her and one of the quotes from her book, The Gifts of Imperfection, she says, in a society that says put yourself last, self-love and self-acceptance are almost revolutionary. Self care is not a disregard for others' needs. It is extending the same concern and empathy for your needs that you offer others. And you know the wise words of Brene Brown. She's always spot on, and I love her so much. But we've got to stop seeing self love, self care as something that is sort of down the list of things to do in our priority list. It should be right at the top. And the more we're prioritising that, the better it will be for everybody else around us. So you know, I wanted to give you some suggestions for things that you could do, that you could try for self-care and to kind of get you thinking about it in a different way. Like if you have thought that self-care is fluffy and it's all a bit, you know, oh, it's not for me. I'm not into self-care or I haven't got time for self-care. Then hopefully what I've been talking about today and some of the suggestions I will give you will help you to see that self-care is not necessarily just getting a massage, getting your nails done, going on a retreat Doing anything extra that seems indulgent, even though all of those things are wonderful for self care and can make you feel really good, it's not necessarily all of those things that you need to be doing to be, you know, practicing self care and prioritizing yourself. It's really more often than not, and most importantly, just those basic things of taking care of yourself in the everyday things that charge your battery that are really super important for self care. So things like, okay, so one thing you could try is literally just having that cup of tea by yourself, you know, pouring. How nice is it? Like one of the things I love doing in the afternoon is just having a nice cup of tea. So I meditate and then I have my cup of tea just before the kids get home. And it just, it brings me so much joy just to sit and enjoy my cup of tea. I just love it. So it can be as simple as that. And, you know, self-care has to be things that you can find joy out of as well. That's those extra sort of little self-care things apart from charging the battery, which are the basic things. You know, maybe for you it's you can have a cup of coffee if you want to or maybe it's going to get your nails done or maybe it is a massage or one of those little extra things that just makes you feel good and gives you that little bit of feeling good about yourself. That You know, try that, just something for you. Otherwise, in terms of you charging your battery, can you try in terms of sleep? Can you try getting to bed an hour earlier? Could you prioritize getting to bed just that one hour earlier so that you can wake up more easily in the morning instead of watching that extra Netflix episode? You know, go to bed. So much better for you. Um, could you try in terms of movement, going for a walk, doing some yoga, a little run, maybe just doing some squats while you're having your coffee? Doesn't need to be overboard. Just get that body moving, get those endorphins flowing. Highly recommend you know, at least 10 minutes a day of exercise. And if that's all you can manage, start with 10 minutes, but get that body moving. It is so, so important for self-care and for charging that battery. Uh, Rest. Could you just sit down with a book for 10 minutes? Maybe you could just watch your favourite TV show in the middle of the day one day (laughs) if you're not working or if you're at home or, you know, I know that's something that I really struggle with is to let myself watch TV in the middle of the day. It's one thing that sometimes I sort of dream about doing, Again, it's how it's brought up. And, you know, watching TV was kind of a bad thing. But maybe that is what you need to sort of recharge that battery to just have that little bit of, you know, zone out time. Whatever it is for you, whether it's a book or TV or maybe it's listening to a podcast, you know. and Could you do a podcast and a walk at the same time and get double whammy on the, you know, kill two birds with one stone, as they would say. Um, it's not a very nice saying really when you think about it, is it? <laughs> anyway, you get the point. So connection, could you find, now I know finding a friend, so connection can be like phoning a friend or it can be, you know, actually looking your husband or your kids in the eye when they're having a conversation with you and just stopping to be in the moment with them and really connecting with them. Um, Could you find 10 minutes to phone that friend is another suggestion. I mean, it doesn't have to be, you know, I know we always put off the phone call with a friend. Well, sometimes I do because, you know, it's going to take an hour. So you think, oh, I'll put that off because I don't have an hour to talk to them now, but... Can you just ring the friend and say, look, I've only got 10 minutes? Or another little trick is ring them when you know you're going to go out of service so that cuts you off because, you know, that checking in with them is better than not checking in with them at all and it does give you that little hit of connection and same for them. So can you find a way to just connect with your friend even if it's just for 10 minutes? Nutrition. Could you make a green smoothie in the morning just, you know, or could you take a salad for lunch? Is there some way that you can fit something healthier into your diet that's going to give you that better nutrition? Are you getting your five serves of veggies a day? You know, thinking about just little things like that, not massive diets. We don't need to go on any extreme diets or anything like that. We know diets don't work and that's not going to help you in the long term. You just need to be thinking about little small changes you can make. That's something that you can do easily to bring in that self-care of eating something good, healthy, nutritious. Okay. So there's just little tips around the charging your battery, just some little things that you can try easily to implement some self-care. Another suggestion is to try meditating. I know I always talk about meditating, but meditating is a great self-care practice um, and can help form the basis of, you know, lots of other, like, you know, if you can build your awareness and self-awareness through meditation, then you'll be much more aware of the things that you need to do to look after yourself and you'll prioritize them more. Another little, um, meditation that can help you kind of in the moment is the box breathing exercise. If you don't have time to sit down or you think you don't have time, I love the saying though, if you don't have time to med- meditate for 10 minutes, then you need to be doing 20 minutes. I love that. Um, but there's a little great little box breathing exercise where you go. So you, you draw a little box with your finger and you go across and hold for four. Oh, sorry, breathe in for four. So count to four while you're breathing in. And then you do the other side of the box where you hold for four, and then you breathe out for four, and then you uh, like just rest for four. So you can Google box breathing. There'll be lots of examples of it. But yeah, you draw a little square while you're doing the breathing, and that can be a really good way just to bring you into the moment and to take some deep breaths and to just you know settle if you're feeling a bit ang- a bit of anxiety. Now that's self care as well. Something as simple as that as taking some deep breaths is self-care because it's bringing you into the moment, it's calming you down and it's getting you to be more present and think about where you are and, you know, lowering if you're feeling like you're building up to a, a blow-up or something or you're feeling stressed about something that can just bring you back down to that level. Another good little self-care meditation could be doing the leaves on a stream meditation. Um, it, there's lots of different versions of this but basically it's where if you've got if you're struggling with internal negative dialogue, and you've got that negative voice in your mind and it's really beating you up and you're struggling with it, which many, well, most all of us have the negative voice in our head, but it just is, uh, you know, to varying degrees for different people. So the leaves on a stream meditation is a really good one for that where you basically it just gets you to think about getting all of the thoughts out of your mind and putting them onto leaves and watching them float down the stream. So that's a really lovely one. And that's just, again, another little self-care practice that you can try. Um and, yeah, the other thing, as I said, is just to think about some little self-care things that you can do like, yeah, going and getting your nails done or booking in for a massage or doing some things like that. But it doesn't have to be those things. It can be those very basic just charging up that battery for self-care. Um, some other suggestions might be to just leave your phone outside, or like especially at night. Don't take your phone to bed. Leave it out in the other room. That one's tricky. I even struggle with that one because I use it for my alarm. So there's lots of excuses why you need it. But, um, yeah, a good one is to and have a little um phone detox, even you know, leave your phone away for a Saturday, put it in another room, because our phones can cause us lots of anxiety as well, and just purely the act of not having our phone is self care. Um, journaling is another great self care activity just for you know getting getting your head, getting all the thoughts out of your head, or maybe you can use it as an intention setting thing in the mornings um, just getting your thoughts out and doing a bit of journaling is another great self-care practice. And another one I I would suggest is gratitude. Practicing gratitude is so good for self-care because it just gets, again, it gets those little endorphins flowing and purely by focusing on the things that you're grateful for rather than things that you don't have is so good for us. There's so much research around gratitude practices now and how good they are for our minds and for how we feel. So, you know, how easy is it just to write three things that you're grateful for at the end of the day? Just a simple little practice that can really flip around how you're feeling um, about yourself and your life and super easy. So there's a few little suggestions for you to think about how you can introduce more self-care into into every day really. So for me, self-care has become, I guess it's kind of like a huge part of my life. You know, I really prioritize it and I'm making sure Every day that I am prioritising my needs and taking care of myself, uh, because I know it's just so important for how I then show up around everyone around me. So, you know, I have my morning routine. I meditate every day. I exercise every day. Um, I try to get to bed by nine thirty. I eat really well. On the weekends, you know, I'll I sort of don't worry too much about what I'm eating. But during the week, I try to eat really healthy meals. and yeah, I really prioritize taking care of myself and and it doesn't feel selfish to me at all. I mean, I, I don't even think of it at all as selfishly. It's sort of like I'm doing a service to my family actually, <laughs> because if I wasn't taking care of myself like that, if I wasn't prioritizing my needs, there's no way I would be able to cope with four kids and the business and doing all the things that I want to do as well as I am, because it would just be way too much pressure on me. So unless, you know, unless we keep that battery charged, then it's very hard to cope with the pressures of life that we have, you know. So that's what it's all about. It's about really keeping that that most important person, you, yourself charged and feeling good so that you can ride the ups and downs of life, so that you can deal with everyone else's whatever that they throw at you during the day, especially the kids. Um and you know, colleagues and you know, there's a lot that we have to be able to deal with and if we're taking care of ourselves and prioritizing us first, then I mean, I actually see it as selfless, you know, it's the opposite of selfish. If anything, it's actually being able to make sure that we're looking after ourselves. So we're better for everybody else around us. And that's the most important thing. So I wanted to finish today's episode with a little challenge for you. And I actually gave this challenge to the group that I worked with the other day as well. And that is to get you to think about in the next 24 hours, what is one thing that you can do just for you? So just to prioritize self-care. So can you get that movement in? Can you eat something healthy? Can you get to bed a bit earlier? Can you have that cup of tea by yourself? Can you book that appointment that you've been meaning to book for ages? Can you phone a friend? What's one little thing that you can do that will take care of you and prioritize your own needs? Can you learn to, well not even learn to meditate, can you do a little meditation? Um, Just try, pick one thing And I want you to think about how you can do it in the next 24 hours after listening to this podcast, whenever that might be, how can you implement that in the next 24 hours? So I would love to hear the feedback from you as well. Send me a DM or message me or whatever. I'd love to hear from you how you go with this. My beautiful friend Meg gave me that suggestion. Um, She helped me get ready for the workshop. Uh, last week and she's brilliant. Meg Durham, if you're not already following her, get around her. She's brilliant. She's got a course coming up actually for teachers. So if you're a teacher and you're listening to this, you should, Energy by Design is the name of her course. And um, Meg and I are very much on this self-care growth, um, business growth journey together. And I'm so grateful for her friendship and support and um, accountability, I guess. And she helps me a lot. In the work that I do, and she's such a great support. So yeah, definitely go and try and get around her program if you are a teacher as well. Um, you would have, and there's actually another episode that you could listen back to that, where I interviewed Meg, uh, which was a great episode. The other thing that I wanted to mention is that I have a course coming up as well, and I'll, you can get on the waitlist if you head to my website, KatrinaMyers.com.au. Uh, it's going to be called "Lead Your Life," and there'll be lots more about self-care and all these things that you can do to lead your life um, and to prioritize yourself. And we'll be looking at, you know, how to get more clarity in what you want, how to build your confidence, what's holding you back from getting the life that you really want, how to take better care of yourself, how to have better well-being, all those sorts of things. And I'm so looking forward to bringing that to you. So. If you uh, feel like you're struggling with time management, stress, anxiety, crappy relationships, all the things that we all struggle with as humans, then, you know, I'd so love you to join me for this course because I'll be teaching all the things that have really helped me on my journey and have got me, you know, feeling good, functioning well and being able to really enjoy life and to be able to share all of this with other people. So I would love to have you in that course. Um, and sometimes, you know, you're not quite ready for coaching. Coaching can feel a bit more confronting, whereas the course is a great way of kind of joining with other people. Um, you can do it in your own time. The co- the videos, the sorry, the workshops will be recorded so you can watch them whenever you want. So it's a lot more flexible and easy to fit in, I guess, as well, if that's, you know, if that's something that you would prefer, I guess. So I'm also offering the one-to-one coaching, but the course – is probably a way. Plus you get the connection in the community of other people and it's a nice container and working with other people and that sort of thing as well. So yeah, a couple of options there. If you'd like to work more with me, I'd love to hear from you and please do see if you can prioritize in the next 24 hours, one thing that is self-care just for you. And yeah, let me know if you've got any more feedback for me and thanks so much for listening. Okay guys, see ya.